Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the debut episode of Something Spooky. I'm Nathan, and I'm your host. And for our first episode, I thought it would be appropriate to do something that is very well known. And so it's going to be a sort of intro to the SCP Foundation, as well as the very first SCP, SCP-173. So I'm just on the SP wiki right now, and I'm going to just read out uh, the about page and some relevant info. So this is about the SCP Foundation. Mankind in its present state has been around for a quarter of a million years, yet only the last 4,000 have been of any significance. So what did we do for nearly 250,000 years? We huddled in caves and around small fires fearful of the things that we didn't understand. It was more than explaining why the sun came up. It was the mystery of enormous birds with heads of men and rocks that came to life. So we called them gods and demons, begged them to spare us and prayed for salvation. In time, their numbers dwindled and ours rose. The world began to make more sense when there were fewer things to fear, yet the unexplained can never truly go away as if the universe demands the absurd and impossible. Mankind must not go back to hiding in fear. No one else will protect us, and we must stand up for ourselves. While the rest of mankind dwells in the light, we must stand in the darkness to fight it, contain it, and shield it from the eyes of the public, so that others may live in a sane and normal world. We secure, we contain, we could protect by the administrator. Mission Statement Operating clandestine and worldwide, the Foundation operates beyond jurisdiction, empowered and entrusted by every major national government with the task of containing anomalous objects, entities, and phenomena. These anomalies pose a significant threat to global security by threatening either physical or psychological harm. The Foundation operates to maintain normalcy so that the worldwide civilian population can live and go on with their daily lives without fear, mistrust, or doubt in their personal beliefs, and to maintain human independence from extraterrestrial, extradimensional, and other extranormal influence. Our mission is threefold. Secure. The Foundation secures anomalies with the goal of preventing them from falling into the hands of civilian or rival agencies through extensive observation and surveillance and by acting to intercept such anomalies at the earliest opportunity. Contain. The foundation contains anomalies with the goal of preventing their influence or effects from spreading by either relocating, concealing, or dismantling such anomalies, or by suppressing or preventing public dissemination of knowledge thereof. Protect. The Foundation protects humanity from the effects of such anomalies as well as the anomalies themselves, until such time that they are either fully understood or new theories of science can be devised based on their properties and behavior. The Foundation may also neutralize or destroy anomalies as an option of last resort if they are determined to be too dangerous to be contained. Foundation Operations Foundation covert and clandestine operations are undertaken across the globe in pursuit of our primary missions. Special Containment Procedures 
The Foundation maintains an extensive database of information regarding anomalies requiring special containment procedures commonly referred to as SCPs. The primary Foundation database contains summaries of such anomalies and emergency procedures for maintaining or reestablishing safe containment in the case of a containment breach or other event. Anomalies take many forms, be it an object, an entity, a location, or a freestanding phenomenon. These anomalies are categorized into one of several object classes and are either contained at one of the Foundation's myriad secure facilities or contained on-site if relocation is deemed unfeasible. Operational Security The Foundation operates with the utmost secrecy. All Foundation personnel observe the security clearance levels as well as the need to know and compartmentalization of information. Personnel found in violation of Foundation security protocols will be identified, detained, and subject to disciplinary action. Alright, that is a general overview. And I think one of the biggest aspects of the SCP Foundation and uh, the entries as a whole is their object classification system. So objects are classified, there are I think three classifications that are extremely common and there are a few that uh, seem to be newer since I first uh, came to know the SCP system. So I will now read out the object classes page of the SCP wiki. Object classes. All anomalous ent objects, entities, and phenomena requiring special containment procedures are assigned an object class. An object class is a part of the standard SCP template and serves as a rough indicator for how difficult an object is to contain. In universe, object classes are for the purposes of identifying containment needs, research priority, budgeting, and other considerations. An SCP's object class is determined by a number of factors, but the most important factors are the difficulty and the purpose of entertainment. Primary classes. These are the most common types of object classes used in SCP articles and make up the bulk of the objects. Safe. Safe class SCPs are anomalies that are easily and safely contained. This is often due to the fact that the Foundation has researched the SAP well enough that containment does not require significant resources or that the anomalies require a specific and conscious activation or trigger. Classifying an SAP as safe, however, does not mean that handling or activating it does not pose a threat. Euclid Euclid class SCPs are anomalies that require more resources to contain completely or where containment isn't always reliable. Usually, this is because the SCP is insufficiently understood or inherently unpredictable. Euclid is the object class with the greatest scope, and it's usually a safe bet that an SCP will be this class if it doesn't easily fall into any of the other standard object classes. As a note, any SCP that is autonomous, sentient, and or sapient is generally classified as Euclid due to the inherent unpredictability of an object that can think or act on its own. Keter Keter class SCPs are anomalies that are exceedingly difficult to contain consistently or reliably. 
with containment procedures often being extensive and complex. The Foundation often can't contain the SCPs well due to not having a solid understanding of the anomaly or lacking the technology to properly contain or counter it. A Keter SCP does not mean the SCP is dangerous, just that it is simply very difficult or costly to contain. Thaumiel Thaumiel-class SCPs are anomalies that the Foundation specifically uses to contain other SCPs. Even the mere existence of Thaumiel-class objects is classified at the highest levels of the Foundation, and the locations, functions, and current status are known to few Foundation personnel outside of the O5 Council. Neutralized Neutralized SCPs are anomalies that are no longer anomalous, either having been intentionally or accidentally destroyed or disabled. Apollyon Apollyon-class SCPs are anomalies that cannot be contained, are expected to breach containment imminently, or some other similar scenario. Such anomalies are usually associated with world-ending threats or a K-class scenario of some kind and require a massive effort for the Foundation to deal with. Archon Archon-class SCPs are anomalies that could theoretically be contained but are best left uncontained for some reason. Archon SCPs may be a part of consensus reality that is difficult to fully contain or may have adverse effects if put in containment. These SCPs are not uncontainable. The defining feature of the class is that the Foundation chooses to not put the anomaly into containment. Non-Standard Object Classes Explained Explained SCPs are commonly articles about anomalies that are completely and fully understood to the point where their effects are now explainable by mainstream science or phenomena that have been debunked or falsely mistaken as an, anom as an anomaly. Esoteric and or narrative classes. Esoteric classes, also occasionally referred to as narrative classes, are object classes that do not fall into any of the above sections. They are generally only used once and are created to further the narrative in a particular SCP. It is highly recommended that SCPs use one of the standard object classes listed here. While some authors choose to introduce exceptions to these rules, they are only very rarely done and need to justify their existence and placement. Many site members will downvote for non-standard object classes if used without merit. Decommissioned Decommissioned SCPs are an object class that was used by senior staff in the past to not only delete unwanted articles, but place them in a sort of wall of shame to serve as examples of what not to do. This object class is not used anymore. Object Class FAQ What is the Locked Box Test? The Locked Box Test is an informal guideline used to determine an object's most appropriate object class. It goes like this. If you lock it in a box, leave it alone, and nothing bad will happen, that is probably safe. If you lock it in a box, leave it alone, and you're not entirely sure what will happen, that is probably Euclid. If you lock it in a box, leave it alone, and it easily escapes, then it's probably Keter. If it is the box, then it's probably Thaumiel. If you can't fit it in a box, and it's about to end the world, then it's probably Apollyon.
If you could have locked it in a box but chose not to, then it's probably Archon. If an SCP is very dangerous, should this object class be higher? No. Danger does not really affect an object's an SCP's object class. As has been reiterated several times above this, an item's object class is more based on the difficulty of containment rather than the danger it otherwise poses. For example, a button that can destroy the entire universe when it's pressed would be safe, whereas a cat who randomly switches place with another cat anywhere on Earth would be considered Keter. Now, you might notice that there are some references in here that make it sound like these are not real, and that is because they aren't. SCP is like an open source forum where people can design and upload articles on any anomalous objects, and they're pretty open. There are some rules in regards to how you're supposed to format your articles. Um, when we go to read SCP-173, I'll highlight a few of them as we go through, but it is uh, important to know that these are not real. Some of them are articles written on real-life events or objects, just for fun, but I, the vast majority of these are just creations from people's minds, and I think it's actually pretty standard that uh, people actually recommend that uh, the narrative of this being, uh, of these being works of fiction is like prominent and well known, and people are trying to role play outside of like the like in universe articles is kind of frowned upon just because it's just I I think it's just supposed to be well known that this is like a for fun kind of bug project. Now that we've kind of gone through the, uh, what the SCP Foundation is and some information on object classes, I am going to read the entry for SCP-173. Uh, to my knowledge, this is the first SCP that was ever created. I think this originated on 4chan, as most things have, and it was popular enough to kind of uh, branch out and become its own little like uh, self-contained universe. So I'm going to read the article, and this time I'm going to highlight some of the key parts of the entries. Uh, in future episodes, I will not be doing this, but I'm just doing it this episode just for the sake of the introduction. So without further ado, SCP-173, Object Class Euclid. So this is split into the item number, the object class, containment procedures, the description, and oftentimes there will be photos or audio files or videos that will be uh, accompanying the article just for the sake of immersion, I guess. And so um, this page does have a picture of SCP-173 in containment. Uh, I imagine I think this is a popular enough uh, entity that most people wouldn't know what it looks like, but uh, I will be including a link to this page and also just the about page and object classes page um, below. And I'll be doing that for uh, every single episode. I'm going to be including a link to resources based on uh, the content that we're going over. And so now back to the uh, page. Special Containment Procedures 
Item SCP-173 is to be kept in a locked container at all times. When personnel must enter SCP-173's container, no fewer than three may enter at any time, and the door is to be relocked behind them. At all times, two persons must maintain direct eye contact with SCP-173 until all personnel have vacated and relocked the container. Description Move to Site-19-1993 Origin is as of yet unknown. It is constructed from concrete and rebar with traces of Krylon brand spray paint. SCP-173 is animate and extremely hostile. The object cannot move while within direct line of sight. Line of sight must not be broken at any time with SCP-173. Personnel assigned to enter container are instructed to alert one another before blinking. Object is reported to attack by snapping the neck at the base of the skull or by strangulation. In the event of an attack, personnel are to observe Class 4 hazardous object containment procedures. Personnel report sounds a scraping stone originating from within the container when no one is present inside. This is considered normal, and any change in this behavior should be reported to the acting HMCL supervisor on duty. The reddish-brown substance on the floor is a combination of feces and blood. Origin of the materials is unknown. The enclosure must be cleaned on a bi-weekly basis. And that's all. This is a pretty short article. Um, there are others that are much longer. I know there are some channels on YouTube that also read these out, and there are some that are like an hour-long episode or more, just because the entry is so long or contains so many audio files or pictures. And so again, I will uh, include links to all the pages that I wrote from today. And uh, I hope you enjoy this introduction to the SCP Foundation and this SCP article. Uh, I'll be reading more SCPs as well as uh, entries from uh, the subreddit No Sleep, um, short horror stories I can find on the internet, uh, mysteries like, like disappearances and true crime and stuff, and anything moderately spooky as the title suggests. And so I hope you'll join me for those, and thank you very much for listening.